we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for October 21st, 2019. Uh, before I get into the next part, we're going to talk more about the radiation. I just watched another video on uh, the situation in California. He was in Ground Zero where they cut the power off. And, um, you know, just some points he was mentioning how they're just trying to blame it all on climate change. And he said they literally were shutting down you know pg e was shutting down the power grid because of the winds and he's standing in his backyard there's no wind blowing at all none i mean there's none and this is prime area where it got shut down i mean his area was shut down and he just goes to different places and shops and people that he knows in the area and interviews them about and all of the cascading effects it's they estimated it was two billion it was going to cost them two billion dollars and i i guess in combined loss revenue and everything else from shutting down the power grid for no reason whatsoever for just the two days now if, if it went longer i'm not 100 percent sure how long it went but i know in some areas it went longer um who knows what the actual cumulative costs were and it's just unbelievable and then he said at the same time at the same time the government governor there was signing a bill that i believe I don't know if it was until it was going to go into effect in 2024, but which kind of would seem way far off. But he signed a bill, nevertheless, that stated that if hotel owners were caught dispensing small plastic shampoo bottles, okay, for their customers that stays stay at hotels, there was going to be a $500 fine for the first violation and a $2,000 fine for the second. Now. I don't know if that means if they caught the plastic shampoo bottles in rooms, it would be $500 per shampoo bottle. I don't I don't know. We can only hope that's the case. And I, who knows if the third violation, probably death by hanging or some kind of firing squad. And obviously you can't use plastic straws there either. That's another gigantic uh, fine. Meanwhile, they'll, they'll hand out heroin syringe syringes to all the drug addicts and they're just literally littering the, the streets of the large larger cities and you know exposed needles with only god knows what on them and the feces running through the streets and urine and all the other things that's fine though that's fine and the rats taking over and that, that's there's no problem with any of that but plastic shampoo bottles and straws or the absolute total priority and that's going to fix everything just goes to show you the absolute literal demonic insanity that has taken over california i just can't even really uh get away from the news cycle from california it's so totally insane it's like satan has literally taken over and i i only foresee it getting worse i can't see it getting any better um unless there's some type of mass repentance in, in revival uh, starting there in california and i'm not saying the rest of the country doesn't need that it's just it seems like it's really ground zero in california okay so this is the next report and it's entitled your cumulative radiation exposure in america a million rads a week 2019 bottom line this is way too much radiation for humans to take this is a table that he posted here of poisoned american cities regarding the cumulative radiation exposure they're getting right now Okay. We just talked about Hanford in the last study. Should have, I should have included that in this part, but I'm trying to fit as much in per part as I can. So um, it's showing all the different cities. Evidently, the worst city in America is Colorado Springs, Colorado. 
they're they're getting a a dosage of uh, over 128,000 no hold on I'm sorry 108 total gamma radiation CPMs for United States it, and they're getting this unbelievable number of 128 million plus in total gamma CPM radiation and I, don't, I guess that's is it per year here table of poison American cities January 1st 2018 to august 3rd 2019 or 13,920 hours published august 17th 2019 gamma and beta cpm by city and state in the united states to see the 100 top top four cities he gives you a link here you can go to i mean this is just almost incomprehensible an invisible ancient source of energy surrounds us surrounds us energy that powered the first explorations of the world and that may be the key to the future this map shows you the delicate tracery of wind flowing through the united states on average um facing a dying nation it's the radiation it's cumulative the rad rides the wind and the one thing about this report and the the emails he puts out they're very poorly written um they're very disjointed and it's very very hard for me to even report on this because it's so poor the way that he presents his information I'm trying when I do my reports to present, and this is why I have to edit everything before I go, before I go to air. And I'm not even saying I do a good enough job because when it's so poorly written from the very beginning, it's very hard for me to um, put this in a, in a uh, cohesive format that you can easily understand. But I, I will try to do my best with this. Evidently, I think this guy puts out a at least a monthly newsletter. The nearby targeted individuals of the U.S. nuclear power plants are over 160 million people by the official 2010 U.S. census. So I guess he's he's saying that the people that live near the nuclear power plants, they're saying are targeted individuals just by virtue of living near there. The next official census starts in 2000 and 2020. These poor souls live within range of a leaking nuclear power plant and catch radiation poisoning. All nuclear power plants leak radiation. The nukes leak on purpose. And again, we just heard that in the last report from the last study. Um, The rad cannot be contained, meaning the radiation cannot be contained. They are built that way. Also, the nuclear power plants cannot be sued. The rich owners think the trade-off for your health is worth the life, is worth the money. I do not. No agency will tell you this. All physicists know this is true. Their jobs depend upon them not telling you. What a world we live in. A million a week club. Uh, total gamma, radi- gamma radiation, CPM, top 11 U.S. cities. And like I said, the worst offenders, Colorado Springs, followed by Raleigh, North Carolina, followed by Portland, uh, Maine, I guess, Little Rock, Arkansas, Navajo Lake, New Mexico, St. George, Utah, Worcester, Worcester um, Massachusetts, it looks like, Riverside, California, Spokane, Washington, Fresno, California, San Diego, California. Those are the top offenders. But you can click on their links to see uh, all the other cities they list. So they're saying maximum normal safe level CPM. Evidently, I don't know if this is per week. uh, Is 10.5 million CPM. And Colorado Springs, for instance, is 128. So, 
you know, if you do the math, it's like, like 12 times, yeah, 12 times the absolute normal safe level. The source of this is called RADNET. Uh, gamma radiation readings are reported by the hour throughout the year. Radiation covers the U.S. like a deadly blanket. The radiation is cumulative, so the total, total gamma radiation continues to increase as long as human, humans continue to produce the RADs with the nuclear power factories and nuclear detonations. And again, this isn't something we need to have. We, we, we've known about free energy and those types of things for decades since Tesla. They you know, refused to pull anything bring any of that to the market because it would free humanity and then they would have the freedom and they wouldn't have to pay the government they wouldn't be dependent upon the government see this way they could produce the nuclear radiation kill us all off and charge us exorbitant rates so they're they're killing you know more than one bird with one stone literally and figuratively and it's all by design on purpose so Another chart reads, permanent notice, high, U.S. high radiation alert, your life is your choice, the rad is always cumulative, meaning radiation is cumulative. Uh, I was taught this in chiropractic college when we were doing like the x-rays, and I specialized in x-rays. I was what they call a green coat at Life University, and I, I was the guy taking the x-rays. I had a lot of extra training in x-rays, and you know, one of the things you're first taught is that every x-ray you get is cumulative. The dosage okay now i do believe there's a lot of things you can do to quench that radiation and i'm going to get into that later as far as natural remedies you can do but yes left unchecked left without doing anything the radiation dose is cumulative what you absorb before now is still inside you but again i do think there's remedies for that it is necessary for public health and because the many nuclear reactors are venting radioactive gases and steam at nights and on weekends that all residents <laughs> He's saying all residents must stay inside at night, at nights, and on weekends. So, you know. And again, I think it would it would matter where you were at and what you were downwind of would regarding if that actually applied to you. Okay. No, Colorado Springs data was withheld from 2006 and 2007 and continues to be withheld by the powers that be i wonder what really happened around colorado springs in 2006 and 2007 don't you once emitted from the nuclear power plant the rad travels with the wind much of it goes around the world and is detected on the west coast in west coast of the united states nuclear power plants add to the deadly radiation every minute every day all cities on the list are measuring excessive radiation dr john goffman medical director of livermore nuclear Weapons lab famously called this kind of thing premeditated murder. Well, it is. The nuke stuff gets real serious real quick. It's a nasty, nasty business, he said. It's a bad situation for all who breathe, states EU physicist Dr. Paolo Scampa. I won't try to kid you with good news lies and make up the fake facts. Bottom line is this is way too much radiation for humans to be taking in. The perpetrators knew exactly what they were doing and they did it anyway. That's textbook psychopathic behavior and the whole bucket load of criminal acts. See, they're just trying to kill us on like 900 different ways, pretty much. Well, really more than that, if you look at all the different chemicals they use in the environment, things of this nature. So, you know, hey, again, just yet one more thing we're not being told, one more thing you'll never hear in mainstream media. Denial is very strong and Americans don't um, expect, uh, sorry, like I said, this is kind of very disjointed the way this is written. Uh, denial is very strong and Americans don't let it get you down. There are millions of folks who know the score on the RAD, meaning the radiation. 
it's perverse. Um, figure out what to do. All cities with the RadNet total gamma radiation counters are above maximum safe gamma radiation levels. Their killer attack on your body's trillions of cells never ceases. It did not used to be this way, you know, back in the day. And then I, I think the guy that owns the site made this quote. Since the reactors leak rads every day and have since and have since their construction, the nation is long past saving. There's nothing that can be done now, end of quote. Now, there are things that could be done. They have technologies to quench this, to neutralize. I mean, the one guy before had talked about this, where, like, lightning strikes, how that can... And I know they've got all kind of ways to fix this if they really want... But they don't. They want to destroy the planet. They want to destroy the creation because it's God's creation... And demons and devils are emanating and operating through these demon-possessed psychopathic devils. And they're motivated to do their father's work, Satan, which is destroy, kill, and steal. And that's why nothing's getting done on this. And that's why this is suppressed, because they own all the mainstream media. They own all the politicians. And they own all the major you know, nuclear reactors and power companies and things of this nature. So they can control the narrative. Uh, there were only four radioactive isotopes then in existence back in the day, and their decay products were mostly in the ground. Today, there are 1,946 known radioactive isotopes in existence in our atmosphere. The known gamma radiation isotopes are measured by RADx and reported here, and he's got all the links here. Cell assassins like plutonium-239 and its brothers were never around before. They did not exist on the planet. RadNet has largely stopped reporting radioactive beta counts. No explanation was actually ever given. They don't want you to know. The United States is a very radioactive country now. No cities are below the max normal safe level. All cities are above safe level. This includes cities and towns not on the list. The raw records of total gamma radiation are easily accessible with a computer and a fast internet connection at RadNet. And it's just one word, R-A-D-N-E-T. Just do a keyword search. Rand RadNet simp simply presents the raw total gamma radiation data. And then this gentleman that has the site, I process the raw data to a usable form. Use a fast internet connection or run the lookups as the background task. Either way, you will get the data yourself. Good luck on your efforts. Conclusion, the amount of rad in the air now dooms humanity to a relatively quick extinction. Again, this is, this is made... And this is said from a totally unsaved, I've already given up, no God exists perspective. So understand where he's coming from. God is bigger than all this. I can remember when Henry Groover, uh, who just passed away in like the last couple weeks, um, God bless him. I can remember him going one of his last trips to Japan. And they got into the area near Fukushima and the radiation meter they had was starting to just spike and go off the 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 charts and um they started to panic and henry said no just whoa 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 calm down let's just start praying let's start asking god to actually neutralize this radiation or push it back i'm not 100 sure how he worded it and when they started doing that the radiation meter before their very eyes started coming back down to like normal levels now i'm not saying it maintained that and i don't know how much prayer and fasting would have to be done on a global scale especially when they're actively producing all of this but what i'm saying is is that god the whole point here is that god is bigger than all of this but again if we're not told any of this if the body of christ has no clue about any of this and there's no prayer and there's no fasting and i understand there's about a 
5,000 different things we could be praying and fasting about at this point. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, I had to uh, start coughing. I don't know. A couple times already. I don't know. Maybe this is something the devil really doesn't want you knowing. I've never actually reported on this before. This is the first time I've ever actually talked about this particular subject. And, um, and it's something I need to add to the prayer list. I, I know there's probably a lot of things that need to be added. I'm just having a hard time keeping up anymore with everything and trying to you know, get it all done as kind of a one-man band. But um, yeah, definitely something that is not bigger than God, though. It's not. But this is why the Bible says my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Most Christians have no clue about this at all i didn't really i was just more thinking of fukushima and this is something that's ongoing it's like a fukushima going on all over the country 24 7 and now we are going to talk about fukushima and that's the next subject but you know this is actually more preeminent for america because it's ongoing it's every day and it's been this way for decades so let's go further here this just this just came out 2,677 radioactive Fukushima bags unleashed in the Pacific. This just happened. Some of this information is a little older, but um, this just happened. All right, so coming out of the Taiwan news. 2,667 radioactive bags from Fukushima. Nuclear disaster unleashed by the typhoon Hagibis. Thousands of bags filled with the radioactive waste from Fukushima washed away by the typhoon. So they were washed out to sea. They were filled with radioactive material, nuclear material from Fukushima, as if it wasn't bad enough. So now the, uh, you know, it's not only been spewing out for years, now they just dumped a bunch more crap into the ocean so we can expect more fish kills. And uh, cancer rates to go up from the people eating the food that's been contaminated from the radiation. So uh, on October 12th, thousands of bags containing this waste reportedly been carried into a local Fukushima stream by floodwaters, potentially having a devastating environmental impact. A temporary storage facility containing some 2,667 bags stuffed with radioactive contaminants from the Fukushima, Fukushima disaster was unexpectedly inundated by floodwaters. How could it be unexpected? We gave them over a week warning to evacuate. They knew this thing was coming. <clears throat> exactly. See right there man that's a lie they knew this thing was coming right at them from the get-go you know it's just unbelievable how these these people lie you think the mainstream here in america is going to cover this you think the uh you know the long john silvers and all that were going to be uh you know where do they get their fish from is it coming out of the pacific yeah, i wouldn't eat any fish anything coming from the pacific at all i've pretty much stopped eating all seafood you know i I'm, i don't know i mean the gulf has the, the corexit oil spill the the pacific has this going on you know i just it's it's really it's bad news over land 
out here in Pacific and more asterisk news from nuclear uh, power plants and uh, you know just take a look at California look at all the plants right on the uh, right on the coast right in the earthquake zones what's it going to take right. for another Fukushima disaster right. on the west coast because they've got nuclear power plants right on the coast there and can you imagine when the big one happens they're going to have nuclear power plants like several of them like Fukushima at the same I, I can't even possibly even imagine I, I just, it's, it's, it's incomprehensible what's what's coming uh, man next report Fukushima and this is from 2018 it's all dead we were told three partial meltdowns don't worry about it now we know it was a hundred percent core melt in all three reactors um, Japan is by orders of magnitude many times worse than Chernobyl. TEPCO is like the little Dutch boy. All of a sudden we have cracks in the dike. You put a finger here, you put a finger there, and all of a sudden new leaks start to occur and they're overwhelmed. Literally making it up as they go along. We're in totally uncharted territories. You get any nuclear engineering book, look at the last chapter, and this scenario is not contained in the last chapter of any nuclear engineering textbook on the planet Earth. So they're making it up as they go along, and we are the guinea pigs. This is what they're even saying on the mainstream news. Those were mainstream news reports. So what really happened at Fukushima? Great deal of damage in 2011 due to an earthquake and a tsunami. The damaged fuel pool in reactor number four and a lack of water in the pool could mean that the 1,000 plus rods of fuel, which contain deadly plutonium, would heat up, catch fire, and emit radiation. What about reactors number one, two, and three? While the reactor number four was offline when the tsunami struck, that was not true with reactors one, two, and three. Since the disaster, no human has been inside of reactor number three because the radiation is still far too high. Authorities have no reply about how long it will be until reactors one, two, and three could be dismantled, nor where the melted reactor cores are. We stand on the apex of the food chain. You can't taste these radioactive elements, you can't see them, and you can't smell them. We're silent. The problem is not really under control. It will not be under control for, it's estimated, between 40 and 100 years from now. There's no way to clean it up. They say 40 years, but they can't clean it up. They can't. We've got technology to do it. We do. It's just they will not release it because that would, you know, that would help the planet, that would fix things, that would bring us into a you know they're they're all about death and destruction and hellfire the, the only thing that would do, neutralize it at this point is if you had massive amounts of christians praying and fasting for god to to neutral in mass repentance and praying that god would neutralize this radiation along with about five thousand other things that's going on on the planet right now you know, um, and I'm, I'm saying, yeah, you, you could zero in on certain things and that would be wonderful. Um, but <clears throat> again, uh, if the body of Christ is not aware of it, then you're not going to have a lot of prayer going up about it. The situation is here. It's extremely hard to pull out nuclear fuel rods out of the reactors. 
In 2013, the Obama White House gave final approval for raising permissible radioactive levels in drinking water and soil following radiological incidents. The new guidelines... So these new guidelines were done after Fukushima so that you could um, move the... Um, <laughs> it's the new normal. It's like, okay, before these were the guidelines and now we're gonna we're going to just do away with the old guidelines and say oh this is the new normal now this is what's acceptable whereas last week it wasn't now it is and were issued in what's called protective action guides or pags the new levels are frightening in soil long-term public exposure to radiation can now be as high as 2,000 millirems that means instead of having a 1 in 10,000 chance of getting cancer it's now a 1 in 23 chance over a 30-year period and in terms of water it's even worse there was actually no standard that was issued, but it gives on-site authorities greater flexibility in setting the limits. The Inari Maru was plying... Now, they're going year by year after Fukushima happened. This is 2014. I kind of like the way they do this timeline. Old waters, fishing for data. It's part of a long-term effort to figure out when, if ever, fish caught near the Fukushima Daiichi power plant will be safe to eat. In the end, their haul was just one small bucket, about 12 pounds of fish, headed to a lab to be tested for radionuclides. Wow. In other words, there were no fish to catch. Here they're showing those radioactive bags. They're doing drone footage, and they're right next to the coast. I, I'm assuming these are the same radioactive bags that got swept out to sea. Uh, I think this is year 2014 or 15, and there are thousands and thousands of them in this particular lot. Millions of bags of radioactive sand and debris stored on a beach at Fukushima. And there's cars and stuff going on around it. I mean, I can't imagine these people probably live for about nine minutes. So the consumers, this is a Japanese man, I don't know if he's in parliament or something. Consumers assume there's no radiation in the food they buy. And I'll just, what do you say about this? We farmers know better. We feel guilty about growing it and selling it. <clears throat> we won't eat it ourselves, but we sell it. South of San Francisco, just a little bit south of Pillar Point Harbor, walking towards... Okay, so he's on the San Francisco shore, south of San Francisco Harbor, and he's showing he's got a radiation meter. He's walking on the beach. This is the black silt area. As you can see, the meter is picking up speed here. Yeah. We jump to 90, 104, 120, 128. 144. I believe anything over 20 is, you know, you're, you're starting to get elevated radiation. He's already at 144 on the beach. 162, still climbing. 194. 222. 240. This is, I believe, Jakari Jackson. Uh, when I don't know if he was at InfoWars then, or I think it's probably before he was with them. Uh, I always liked him, and um, he's got a radiation meter, a really good one, and uh, you can, you know, he's just recording the radiations going up and up and up. It's at 264 right now, and again, I believe anything over 20 is a problem. 264. 262. 
270. 284. 286. 292. And remember, they say 30 is what's normal for this location. 30, 30 okay. Many reports coming in across the West Coast of mass die-offs of sea life. For example, take the number of strandings of seal pups in California. In 2013, 1,171 sea lions were stranded, and in 2015, 2,700. In Washington State, hundreds of thousands of birds were dead on Washington State shoreline at Twin Harbor State Park. Starfish are dying by the millions up and down the West Coast, and Canada's West Coast sardine population has completely collapsed. Many say this is due to the fact that radiation is killing much of the food supply for the marine population. And water samples have tested positive from... Okay, this is 2016. Tillamook Bay in Oregon, as well as Gold Beach in Oregon. And they tested positive for a radioactive isotope called cesium-134. Now, according to scientists, any cesium-134 that is present in the Pacific Ocean has come directly from Fukushima. Radioactive fish found off the United States has raised fears the country's food chain is polluted and the Fukushima nuclear disaster is being blamed. Highly toxic cesium-134, the fingerprint of Fukushima, was found in Tulumuk Bay and Gold Beach, Oregon. From the air, the scale of the problems at Fukushima become clear. The growing mass of storage tanks now dwarfs the plant itself. More than a million tons of highly radioactive water is now stored here. But the tanks have been hastily built. They're made of steel plates, bolted together, rather than welded. Last week, workers detected a major leak in one of those tanks. About 300 tons of water escaped. What we've seen now is the movement of radioactive hydrogen, tritium, uh, which uh, is a uh, mobile uh, radioactive isotope, but clearly um, radioactive cesium-134, 137, strontium-90. We're seeing a full range of radioactive contaminants now moving, which indicate that uh, the damaged cores of these reactors, the meltdowns themselves, uh, have, are now contributing to the contamination of the Pacific Ocean and groundwater. So, as they're saying, as the mainstream media labels Fukushima conspiracy theory, the radiation levels continue to soar. Worrisome new report on the radiation level found at the doomed Fukushima nuclear facility indicate that the slow-moving disaster is only getting worse. They're showing some internal pictures, evidently, of what's going on inside the uh, nuclear reactors. Previous readings from the site put the radiation level at an already troubling 73 sieverts per hour. However, the latest findings from Fukushima are jaw-dropping. And they're showing pictures outside. The current radiation level of one of the power plant's reactors is absolutely astounding at 530 sieverts per hour, which is just beyond off the scale, evidently. <clears throat> to put this in perspective, the layperson scientists say that a mere four sieverts per hour would kill a person 50% of the time when they're exposed to that much radiation. Did the salmon not come back last year? I think it was 80% of them didn't come back. But the young salmon that were born when those that did come back went up their streams of origin and were able to produce uh, baby salmon before dying. The baby salmon, when they go out to, to sea, 
are dying en masse. Right. Uh, it took the fishermen up there to demand that the fish be tested for radioactivity. And they found out what they suspected was there. Uh, radiation bioaccumulating in the fish. Yeah. The herring. And the it's con- saying don't, don't trust any president warn you about Fukushima. The stock market and everything else is more important. Again, have, have you heard Trump warn you about any of this stuff? I mean, it's just there's so many things that if he really was a righteous person, he would be doing, but he's not. Halibut, Pollock. He said that the catches are literally dropping off a cliff. There aren't any. They're gone. They're dead. They've been bracing for what they are expecting to be one of the most catastrophic fisheries collapse in the history of the Klamath River. The number of fall Chinook salmon predicted to return to the river this year is the lowest on record. TEPCO sent engineers to recalibrate the water levels in reactor number one, and they found that... So this is 2018. Where are we today? And again, this is a year ago. The fuel in the core had melted down. Engineers don't know for sure, but anecdotal evidence doesn't bode well. They've been pumping thousands of tons of water to try to cool it, yet the water level is too low to run an emergency cooling system. That means the water is escaping somewhere, and it's probably into the center of the earth. According to Japanese officials, the government is pouring approximately 300 tons of radioactive water into the sea every day. That's about 71,895 gallons, and it's enough to fill an Olympic-sized swimming pool every eight days. What's worse, it appears that strontium-90 is also coming out in the water proportionally at a higher level than cesium-137. Strontium is an element known as the bone seeker. It deposits itself in bone and bone marrow, resulting in cancers later in life. In northern Japan, near Fukushima, the thyroid cancer rate or thyroid radiation rates were one in a million. Today, they have tested over 14,000 children out of 44,000 that have it. That is 35% thyroid radiation rates. The EPA's radnet. I think he's meant to say thyroid cancer radiation rates. Monitors the nation's air precipitation and drinking water to track one thing, radiation. It's a system of over 135 air monitors that constantly are collecting data. But unfortunately, right after Fukushima, this wonderful system wasn't really completely operational. This is the radnet that we were just talking about uh, that monitors this radiation. It turns out approximately 20% of these radiation monitors were out of service when Fukushima happened. A review of the EPA's website shows that normal quarterly reports of station data have not been published since 2009. Researchers from a university in France, or the CNRS in France, tested California wine from before and after the Fukushima disaster and found that there was doubled the amount of cesium-137. The green stuff's not natural, you know that. That's the invasive species. So they're on the coastline now. And now again, remember this is this is just about Fukushima what they're looking for. We're not talking about all the all of our reactors leaking like we were in the previous segment. Tide pools are dead. We're documenting the tide pools, that's what we do. He's saying the tide pools are dead. Every time I see a report about this one tide pools on like the coasts of Oregon and Canada and, and um Washington, it's just devastation. 
They've been, they're dead. They're horrible. These things should just be loaded with starfish. Look at that thing. It's dead. These are the most famous tide pools in the entire coast of California. Massive die-offs reported in the Pacific Ocean. Officials say no fish out there anywhere over a very large area. What's happening? Hundreds of millions of Pacific salmon missing, presumed dead, government issues, emergency orders. These are, these are just different headlines. Government issues, emergency order along U.S. West Coast, Japan suffering historic collapse, fish starving to death, all forms of ocean life dying in stunning numbers across Pacific. Most catastrophic fisheries, fisheries collapse in history expected along West Coast. This is a nightmare I've never in my life dreamed that it could get this bad. Threat of coastwide fishing failure. <clears throat> all different headlines that they're putting up here. It's kind of rapid fire. Mass bird death investigated in South or o Okagon. I guess that's in Canada. Dozens of bir dead birds and a few dead seals. What does this mean for our beaches? That's from 2018. Third whale carcass standing in a week by the Bay Area, San Francisco. Countless jellyfish wash ashore Pacific Beach in San Francisco. Have almost filled up the storage tanks at the Fukushima number one nuclear power plant in Japan. The area the tanks occupy totals about <clears throat> 230,000 square meters, which is the equivalent of about 32 soccer fields, and there is almost no more expansion space left to allow for more storage. The treated water containing tritium at Fukushima measures more than 1 million becquerels per liter. This is more than 10 times the national standard allowed for release into the ocean. A 2016 report by the industry ministry's working group said that there are five ways to deal with treated water. Releasing it into the sea, evaporation, releasing it after electrolysis, underground burial, or injection into geological layers. Out of the five options, releasing it into the sea was deemed as the cheapest and the quickest way to dispose of this the water. absolute, total, reckless insanity. I, I don't even... No house to describe it. Uh, 2,000... salmon dead. Dozens of hammerhead shark pups found dead in Honolulu. These are just more dead seabirds being found along shore in Alaska. All these die-offs. More rarities and other squid. Massive dead crab steamings on Oregon coast. Just headline after headline after headline wherever the Fukushima water is going to. Now this is interesting. Leaving Korea, all seems well. Now this guy's got one of those radiation meters on board a plane. Okay, a jet plane. And he's, you can clearly see he's on a jet plane. And he says, leaving Korea, all seems well. And he's got a map in front of him where the plane is at. Um, and it's it's like an interactive map built in as a television set on the backside of I mean it's a television set he's looking at on the plane it's built in the, into the backside of the seat in front of him okay <clears throat> he's got his radiation meter all is normal the reading should be about thirty I guess when he's leaving Korea. Now he's over the Pacific. Um, and, oh my word. 
he's off the coast of Japan. It's 768. Remember, anything above 30, it's the same radiation meter we are looking at before. I don't know if this is Jakari Jackson or not, but anything over 30 is considered abnormal. Well, it's at 768 on the plane. Okay, so again, it goes up into a lot of this goes up. They're venting gases. They're doing all types of things. And it gets up into the um, the prevailing winds are from, I believe, from Japan, uh, from, you know, west to east. And that's why America's getting a lot of the Fukushima radiation because it's going in that direction. That's why he could be in Korea and it'd be normal. But once he got off the coast of Japan, now it's 768. So where'd all this radiation come from? It's showing it, I mean, it's in real time. The flight is now halfway across the Pacific. And it shows the plane where it's at. It's about halfway, a little over halfway. And, oh my word, the radiation meter is at 10,060, or no, I'm sorry, 1,068. So remember, anything over 30 is abnormal. It's at 1,068 flying on a jet airline. Almost back home to America. Look at the reading now. It's at twelve hundred. It's at thirteen hundred oh two. Now the flight is clearly over the U.S. The Rocky Mountains. What's the reading now? Twelve hundred sixty four. I mean, off the off the scale, pretty much. And that's what everybody's been exposed to on the plane. Almost now they're over the Midwest. Is it better or worse? Let's see. Midwest. Okay, let's see. <clears throat> He's taking his time. They're showing us this time. 1,436 sieverts. 30 is the acceptable limit. So it's only 1,436. You know, let's just do some math real quick. Um, if 30 is the acceptable limit, okay, so let's go, um, well, hey, I mean, that's only almost 48 times the acceptable limit, 48 times, okay, not 48%, not 480%, that's 48 times the, the acceptable limit, or basically 4,800% over what it should be. If you fly over the Midwest, the Western U.S., and the Pacific Ocean, you might want to consider taking potassium iodine in order to help rid your body of all that. No, it's not going to help rid your... It's only going to be specific potassium iodine for a specific... The type of radiation that affects your thyroid. It's not going to, it's not going to address all of the other forms. But yes, I, I, would, I would highly advise doing it, but it's not just a panacea. I mean, this is just unbelievable. I played this video is because it covers so many bases. And it even says, even so come Lord Jesus. Yeah. Revelation 22:20. Spring of 2018. Here's what a sailor had to say recently as he sailed from Japan to the United States. So he started in Japan, he's coming to the United States. The sailor said this. After we left Japan, it felt as the ocean itself was dead. Newcastle Australian yachtsman Ivan Macafaden said, We hardly saw any living things. We saw one whale sort of rolling helplessly on the surface. Poor thing. What looked like a big tumor on its head, it was pretty sickening. Ugh. So sad. Ugh. I've done a lot of miles in the ocean in my life, and I'm used to seeing turtles, dolphins, sharks, and big flurries of feeding birds. But this time, for 3,000 nautical miles, 
um, there was nothing alive to be seen. In place of the missing life was garbage in astounding volumes. And again, this is all being done by design on purpose. By the elite who are controlled by Satan. And something else, the boat's vivid yellow paint job never faded by sun or seas in years gone past reacted with something in the water, all the radiation obviously, off Japan, losing its yellow sheen in a strange and unprecedented way. Yeah, it's taking the paint off the boat essentially. There have been several similar reports about wildlife in the Pacific, including sardine seals, sea lions, polar bears, sea stars, turtle, salmon, herring, and coral, and more. About, you know, just eradication. So, yeah, we have that. Now, you know, I'm sorry. I, again, I wish that I didn't have to report on such unbelievably depressing things, but it is truth that we're talking about. And it is, it is, this is a, this is something that it's long overdue covering this. Uh, next report more than 20 million tons of contaminated water lies in storage at Fukushima but the power company says it will run out of space in 2022 forcing Japan to dump radioactive water into the Pacific they're already doing that you know and now we just had another 2,000 plus bags of gigantic bags of the contaminated soil and things of this nature um, wash out with the typhoon that just went through there so you know the operator of the ruined Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant will have to dump huge quantities of contaminated water from the site directly into the Pacific Ocean. Japan's environmental minister has said a move that would enrage local fishermen and probably also the rest of the world. Currently, more than 1 million tons of contaminated water is held in almost 1,000 tanks at Daiichi, the Fukushima Daiichi site, but the utility has warned that it will run out of tank space in 2022. The only option will be to drain it into the sea. But again, they're already doing this, so... You know, this is maybe maybe this is another part of it that they're going to have to do it on. But <clears throat> another report: experts stunned to find Pacific Ocean almost empty of all sea life. According to numerous reports, Pacific Ocean is missing millions of fish. They believe it's due to the massive die-offs by Fukushima. Just queuing this up here. <laughs> Hi everyone, Lisa Haven here, and I've got an intriguing report that you're going to want to hear. And that is this, bizarre events are happening in the Pacific Ocean. Now we all know that Fukushima plays a huge role in all the abnormalities that have been washing ashore in California, in Hawaii, and on the coast of Japan. We also know that massive amounts of fish and animals and birds have been uh, dying along the coastline, all of which the mainstream media continues to ignore. Now things are getting a little bit worse than they were before in this latest alarming report and uh, that is this feds are finding very bizarre results when they are surveying the ocean there in the pacific check out this report from www.enenews.com and it's titled alarm feds find bizarre results in survey of pacific ocean record low numbers of fish experts say we pulled up that net and there was not a thing inside of it this is the real this is really different than anything they have ever seen before now that report on ene news references another report from seattletimes.com titled scientists survey the pacific northwest salmon every year for the first time nets are coming up empty 
Scientists have been hauling survey nets through the ocean off the coast of Washington and Oregon for 20 years. And for the very first time in 20 years, they're coming up empty. The report goes on to say, we're, we were really worrying if there was something wrong with our equipment, said David Huff, uh, an ocean ecology program manager in the fish ecology division of NOAA Fishers. He said, we have never hauled that net through the water looking for salmon and forge fish and not gotten a single salmon. Three times, not once, not twice, but three times, they pulled that net up and there was not a thing in it. We looked at each other like this is really different from anything we have ever seen. And they went on to say that this is very, very alarming. Imagine, we know that there are repercussions and consequences of things like Fukushima, but now it seems to be affecting our food supply. Not only are we having mass die-offs of fish come up on, on the coastline, but now we're missing fish altogether or having a low amount of fish. That's trouble, especially when you have a population and mouths to feed. One so we have that. And I'm just kind of rapid fire going through these reports because a lot of this is can tend to get redundant. Another This one, this is neat. This is really neat, this one. Uh, <clears throat> deadly Fukushima sold to be used in Japan's public parks. So that's good for the, for the kids. In an attempt to bury the reality of the radioactive fallout and pretend that everything is okay, the Japanese government is now planning to redistribute redistribute hundreds of millions of cubic meters of radioactive soil from Fukushima nuclear disaster site to public parks throughout the country. Soil contaminated with radioactive cesium is currently being shipped throughout Japan and used to prop up roads and tidal banks, and it's about to even get worse. The Ministry of the Environment and its advisory council are planning to buy the contaminated soil directly from Fukushima nuclear disaster site so they can hide it in future public landfill projects. This is how the Japanese government plans to clean up the radiation, dilute it underfoot and disperse it in as many communities throughout the country. So obviously they can kill the maximum amount of other citizens. Radioactive waste is about to become a permanent pollutant, slowly infecting the Japanese way of life. A University of Tokyo environmental engineering professor, Yuichi Mogaguchi estimates that there are roughly 100 million cubic meters of contaminated soil, which is enough soil to fill 80 large stadiums. In the, 2000, in the summer 2016, the Japanese government began recycling contaminated soil with radioactive cesium measurements, reaching 8,000 beckwheels per kilogram. Tons of the contaminated soil has already been mobilized to build tidal banks and national roadways. The newest rule allows this it's not like they're taking it off into like you know um you know where nobody's going to be around no that would be i guess the semi-humane thing to do no no let's put it in public parks let's put it along national roadways let's let's use it to prop up um with tidal banks there you go so it, it does the maximum amount of you know carnage and evil car of course that's what you do the newest rule allows the toxic soil to be used in public parks as long as it is covered by a layer of topsoil, because that makes everything perfect. Uh, vegetation or concrete. Notably, cesium-137 has a 30-year half-life and persists in soils for two to 300 years. So they're doing their best to kill off their citizens, just like America's doing its part to kill off its citizens. Um, next report. The satanic governments are telling you radiation levels are safe when radiation in on the U.S. and the Canada West Coast has increased exponentially. After Fukushima disaster, Canadian uh, starfish or bleeding Canadian fish started bleeding from their mouths, eyeballs, and gills. At the time, the government simply waved it off as a passing disease. 
the disaster went on to obliterate many native fish species, some of which have since become near extinct. Meanwhile, scientists on the in Western Canada are seeing year-on-year increases in the levels of radiation found in the Pacific Ocean. You may have not heard anyone asking the question, uh, is California wine radioactive? Well, we already talked about that, and yes, it is, because both the American and Canadian governments have strictly forbidden anyone from talking about Fukushima, let alone openly reporting about it in the public. This is apparently to avoid a mass panic. As Japanese officials confessed in 2016, the full public effects aren't reported due to a concerted effort to hide the facts from public. Because that's what Satanists do. The following piece was originally published in October of 2013, and it says the situation, oh, the situation is far more serious than what is described in this article from 2013. Every single day, 300 tons of radioactive water from Fukushima enters the Pacific Ocean. Like I said, they're, they're pumping it in there every day. They're acting like, oh, we're going to have to release in 20, you know, 2022. That's a lie from the pit of hell. They're, they're releasing it all the time ongoing. 300 tons of radioactive water from Fukushima enters the Pacific every day, and this was in 2013. That means that the total amount of radioactive material released from Fukushima is constantly increasing, and it is steadily building up in our food chain. And that's why the Pacific Ocean's dead, and it's being observed that it's dead by numerous eyewitness accounts. Uh, ultimately, all of the nuclear radiation will outlive all of us by a very wide margin. They are saying that it could take up to 40 years to clean up the Fukushima disaster. How do you clean up something that's just already there in the ocean? And granted, I, I'm not saying they don't have the technologies to do it, but they refuse to release them. Uh, and meanwhile, countless of innocent people will develop cancer and other health problems as a result of exposure to high levels of nuclear radiation. We are talking about a nuclear disaster that is absolutely unprecedented and is constantly getting worse. The following are 28 signs that the west coast of North America is being absolutely fried with nuclear radiation from Fukushima. And I give you the link to that story. Um, actually, I don't have the link to that story, but if you did a keyword search for it, I just don't... The thing is, is that um, there's so much here, I can't cover it all anyway. But hopefully you're getting the, the gist of what we're saying here. Uh, next report, all fish from the Pacific tested positive for Fukushima radiation. The mass media warned you with this video in May of 2012, radiation in fish is much higher now. Fukushima fissioning has not stopped. Studies shown fish gathered from the Pacific had cesium Fukushima radiation contamination. Still many people eating sushi are not too concerned. I want to stress this is old news and the radiation levels now in fish are likely much more higher because it's cumulative that's how radiation works uh, opg plans to bury an abandoned radioactive nuclear waste right beside the great lakes drinking water for 40 million people if you think that's a bad idea please sign this petition and share and it's a petition stop the great lakes nuclear dump.com give you a link here he and a whole bunch of links are, are within this uh, Dana from the nuclearproctologist.org is on the high seas right now in a rubber boat. Dana is looking for signs of life and documenting the extinction events we are now witnessing on the West Coast. And um, I'm just going to see how long this video is. Oh, okay, this is a short one. This next item made a lot of U.S. consumers sit up and take notice today. Bluefin tuna caught off the California coast have been found to contain elevated levels of radioactive matter, 
dating back to the Japanese earthquake and tsunami that led to that nuclear accident at the Fukushima power plant. I'll report tonight from NBC's Miguel Almeida. So this is as mainstream as mainstream as it gets, but they'll say this one time in order to warn you because it's a Luciferian principle. They have to warn you at least once so that you have a heads up, but then you'll never hear about it again. Here. Today at the San Pedro Fish Market in Southern California, Don Cadota inspects the catch of the day and stressed his fish are safe to eat. The word radiation creates uh, fear in people. The 15 yeah. blue... He knows because he's checking every fish for radiation. Thin tuna caught and tested off California's coast last summer showed low levels of radiation, but still 10 times higher than normal. Scientists say it's the first time a fast-moving migrating fish has been shown to carry radioactivity from Japanese waters. We almost first time, what a lie from the pit of hell that didn't is. Didn't believe it to tell you the truth. Dr. Nicholas Fisher, professor of marine sciences, co-authored the study. Every single fish was significantly contaminated with two radioisotopes of cesium. These are common waste products from nuclear accidents. The research shows the bluefin tuna that spawn and feed in the waters near the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant migrated some 6,000 miles, reaching Southern California just a few months after the disaster. Though the sample fish are contaminated, the levels are far lower than what's considered dangerous. <laughs> why Today, the, the FDA said they'll... Yeah, why? Because of what Obama did when he raised the levels, saying this is permissible when before it wasn't? ...to monitor radiation levels in fish, and no public health concern uh -huh. has been detected. Yeah, right. I don't think I'll change the way that I eat, Lies. not at the moment. It's definitely made me alter just a little bit, not eat quite so much. Look at the tuna jumping right there. Massive in size, up to 10 feet and weighing more than a thousand pounds, Pacific bluefin tuna is a delicacy, often eaten as sushi around the world. Scientists say the real test on how radiation affects migrating fish will come this summer. Researchers will look at fish that have spent more time in contaminated waters and could have even higher levels of pollution. I think that is a distinct possibility and we honestly don't know the answer. Today, Japanese officials announced they'll conduct more testing in their waters. This is researchers here do the same. Miguel Almaguer. Yeah, as the fox guards the hen house, I'm sure we can trust all of their their findings. Uh, okay, so let's get to some, some solutions. I mean, granted, it's not like solutions as far as getting the radiation out of the fish and the water and the environment, but it's some things you can do personally to get it out of you or to neutralize it. Proven effective radiation detox protocols. Now, I have went over radiation detox protocols before. I'm just going to recover this, uh, give you a little bit of new in information. The therapies described here are widely available as over-the-counter supplements in most countries. Uh, green stuff and other seafood. In Chernobyl, 5 grams of spirulina for 45 days was used successfully against radiation poisoning. Uh, Corella algae also has shown radioactive protective properties. A study shown that sp spirulina reduced urine radioactivity levels by 50% uh, after only 20 days. And so the Institute of Radiation Safety in Belarus developed a special program to treat 100 children every 20 days with spir spirulina. Furthermore, the healing occurred during the continuous presence of radiation as well as the presence of radiation-contaminated food and water sources. So this is very, very encouraging. Again, you know, like the guy on, on the whatever, the rad club that we talked about in this, you don't hear about any of this. It's almost like, just give up, throw up your hands, you're all going to die, you know. And it's like, well, no. 
I refuse. I, I'm going to present you the information, but I'm also going to try to give you proactive solutions on how to deal with this stuff. Uh, in particular, spirulina was given to children with accumulated high doses of radionucleotides, reduced radioactive cesium, with, and no side effects were registered. Pectin is one of the most effective means of protecting against radiation when consumption of contaminated food becomes un unavoidable. unavoidable. Pectin's high in apples. Pectin preparations along with vitamins and minerals have demonstrated a high efficiency of eliminating incorporated radionucleotides. Now, the product I have that covers the most bases for this is called um, Spectra Greens. Detox. It's also a detoxifier, but it would also be probably like one-stop shopping for a lot. Now, granted, you'd want to do this with iodine, okay, obviously, but because iodine competes with um, the good iodine will go into the thyroid and kick out the bad halogens like bad like let's say radioactive iodine it would also kick out bromine and fluoride and chlorine which are all bad halogens that they flooded the food supply with in order to kill us off okay and so the spectra greens the one that i carry a dietary supplement to support detoxification functions spectra greens is a combination of nutrient-rich vegetables fruits herbs herbal extracts corella soy lecithin Royal jelly, bee pollen, enzymes, and probiotic cultures designed to support your body's ability to cleanse and detoxify and rejuvenate. So it covers a lot of bases. It's not a specific liver, gallbladder detox or kidney detox. It's more of an overall kind of like full body detox. and would also be something that you would do. It's almost like a multivitamin mineral and it specifically would be very, very good for radiation. Okay. Uh, it's got the crack cell Coriella, which is really the kind of Coriella you want. You don't want regular Coriella. The crack cell is the kind that our body can utilize. It's got 250 milligrams of that with every dose. It's got the spirulina, 1,000 milligrams with every dose. It's got barley grass powder, which is super, super good. Um, I took that a lot when I was younger, too. It's very good for allergies. Uh, it's got um, carrot powder, brom bromelain, papain barley grass fos which are the fr fructo oligosaccharides which are really good for your intestinal tract it's got the red grape seed extract it's got again crack coriella the spirulina sunflower lecithin powder um wheatgrass powder red raspberry powder apple pectin pectin's another thing so it's kind of like one-stop shopping for kind of like detox multivitamin and um radiation uh to try to to try to neutralize and to uh, neutralize any radiation that we might have in our bodies, you're covering a ton of a ton of things here. Acerola berry juice powder, which is a really really good source of vitamin C. Uh, alfalfa herb powder. I take alfalfa every day. It's incredible. It's just really really good. Uh, it's the main thing I give. I have alfalfa tablets if somebody has a racing heart. It's very very good for that as well. Beet juice powder, super good for your liver and gallbladder. Cauliflower powder, awesome for your liver. It's a cruciferous vegetable. Flax seed meal, um, all really, really good stuff there. Parsley, which is also parsley juice powder, really super good for a, like a super green food. Rose hips, which is a powder, which is another really good source of vitamin C. Spinach leaf powder, really good for the liver and the detoxification mechanisms. And non-dairy probiotic cultures and royal jelly. I mean, it's got like everything but the kitchen sink in here essentially oh there's 30 servings per container one heaping scoop uh 44 per container so for what you're getting it's like 
you know, it's hard to beat, you know. Uh, it's, again, like, something that I have, like, Intermax is more, it's got, like, 415 things in it, okay? But this is more specifically just for a lot of the things that we're talking about here. Radiation, detox, and then also kind of like a multivitamin mineral product. I'm not going to see you're going to get every single thing out of it, but it's, it's very, very good. Uh, kind of like one-stop shopping for. So if you want to know more about it, if you'd like to order, just let me know and use the contact uh, uh, thing at the order page. Or if you're a longtime customer, you'll know how to order. And uh, I also give you my email address here if you want to email me directly. And again, I don't. I, I just tell you how to do it. And if you want to do that, then that's fine. We can go from there. But if you do buy from us, you are supporting the ministry. And... Um, you know, if you buy it somewhere else, that's an option, but you're just supporting typically some secular company that, you know, has nothing, is not a ministry type of thing. So we do appreciate any any orders that we get. Um, and again, I put that in here to try to make it as simple as possible. The one thing I would say this is lacking, this product, would be a good dose of iodine. And um, iodine is another thing that you can do for radiation. That's what we're going to talk about next here. So... Much has been speculated by many sources on the effect of radiation to the North American and specifically the Pacific coast if a fuel pool at Fukushima totally collapses. Today I submit the results of my research regarding, the, and it's, that probably has already happened, but uh, today I submit the results of my research regarding the safe use of potassium iodide along with a list of resources that you can use in your own investigation of tactics to follow if there's a nuclear incident in your area. Uh, the thyroid gland uses iodine pr to produce hormones that regulate the body's metabolism. The problem, as I understand it, is that the thyroid gland will use any iodine that is in a person's bloodstream. It cannot tell the difference between radioactive and non-radioactive forms of iodine. If a radioactive iodine is absorbed, energy in the form of radiation is released back into the thyroid in high concentrations. This energy can damage the cells of the thyroid and lead to thyroid cancer and other diseases of the thyroid. Um... In the event of a nuclear accident, such as a meltdown at Fukushima or an accident in a nearby nuclear power plant, a large amount of radioactive iodine will be released into the air. And it, again, this is already being done by design on purpose. It's happening even in America. It's happening in Fukushima. So this is all, this is all being done. Um, if this were to happen, potassium iodide would be used to block or protect the thyroid from irradiation, commonly known as thyroid blocking taking potassium iodine before or at the beginning of an exposure to radioactive iodine will block the uptake of radioactive iodine but again remember we're just dealing with the radioactive iodine that's all this is really going to affect the other forms of radiation i believe like the product that we talked about earlier the spectrograins would be more of a broad spectrum approach to going after radiation okay uh, whereas the iodine is very 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 specific just for the thyroid it's very important but just understand that's the difference uh what are the risks and the side effects there may be side effects of taking potassium iodine but only if you are allergic or take too much some of these side effects are skin rashes swelling in the salivary glands a burning sensation in the mouth throat see this is if you take too much okay i never have these problems with the iodine that i distribute okay these are if you like you're taking some really gigantic dose and you go way overboard and you go crazy with it. Now, I don't just use potassium iodine. I use potassium iodine and potassium iodide in the in the products that I have, the iodorol. It uses two forms, which is you're not putting all your eggs in one basket and you're not doing gigantically high doses. And I take a little bit every day 
just because I want to keep my iodine levels high so that if we ever did get into an, a, a problem, I know the body needs it. It's so important for so many things. But if I ever did get into a problem, my, my thyroid is already saturated with it. I don't have to like go crazy and take this gigantic mega dose when I've already got it in my system. It's like having your gas tank topped off all the time. You know, if your gas tank was on empty and you're like, oh, you're scrambling to get it full. Well, yeah, you're, you're more than likely to overflow it. And that's what I, as far as side effects go. People who are allergic to iodine should not take potassium iodide. Well, you have to have iodine to live. And people that are allergic have most likely gotten a bad batch of shellfish somewhere along the way. And the body identified the bad shellfish and the iodine in the same lot. Okay. You'll die without iodine, whether you think you're allergic to it or not. So you still have to have it. It's just shellfish was most likely the reason you got allergic to it to begin with. What I would do is take a product called Histoplex, um, one of the products I sell, and it will help with any food allergies to regulate and downregulate food allergies. So that a lot of times there's things that you thought you were allergic to before and you realize you weren't allergic to. Shellfish is one of the chief culprits because shellfish is so contaminated. It's got mercury, PCBs, a whole bunch of garbage that falls to the bottom of the ocean. The shellfish eat it. You eat the shellfish, and then you have an allergic reaction because there's so much garbage in the shellfish. And that's why the Bible talked about the, it wasn't a clean food to eat. Shellfish are like the scavengers. They're like the cockroaches of the ocean. So that's why a lot of people have shellfish allergies. And uh, consequently, they think they have iodine, but it, they got to have it to live, though. So it's... <laughs> You have to look at it in totality. In addition, people who have certain thyroid conditions da, 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 should be careful when taking it. Uh, I cannot stress enough, if you're allergic to iodine or shellfish or have a thyroid disorder, speak with a trusted medical profession. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like they're going to have any clue about what I just told you. Um, then it gives proper dosage here. Um, these dosages are very high and in my opinion would only be used for short-term use to counter radiation exposure. Yes, what you want to do is it say it says that over 18 130 milligrams man yeah that is a big big dose i would never and no wonder they list the potential side effects which are like you're taking a dosage that is way 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 too high really yeah i guess if you're you know if, if you're around something and, and and you're being exposed to radiation and you're trying to protect your thyroid i get it but wouldn't it just be better to always have it in your system because your body needs it anyway i have a whole file on iodine how important it is and then that way if you get into a problem then you're not like you don't have to scramble and try to take these mega dosages which you're probably going to have a reaction off of in order to try to get your gas tank full of iodine um yeah they're saying over 18 years and or 150 pounds 130 milligrams oh that's a big dose <laughs> I would never, ever advise anybody taking 130, normally, ever. The ones I have, and they're high dosage. I have a high dosage Iodorol, which is like one of the most professional, the ones that, I mean, MDs use, people in alternative medicine use, Iodorol, which has both the potassium uh, iodine and, and the iodide, has both forms, and it, it, the one that I commonly sell is 12.5 milligrams per dose. That's what I take per day. I just take one of these a day, okay? Remember, they're saying here, these are the um, these are the ones that the FDA has set for individuals based on age. These are maximum dosage. This is 
for the for my opinion these are dosages are very high and would be only be used for short term to counter radiation exposure and again they're advocating if you're over 18 or 150 pounds 130 milligrams a day yeah there's a high likelihood you do that for any length of time you're going to have some side effects from that okay and again the side effects are skin rashes swelling in the salivary glands a burning sensation in the mouth and throat sore teeth and gums i know brassy taste in the mouth is one of them headaches head cold i remember one time i took too much iodine i had been taking it and i was getting these pounding headaches and i normally never get headaches so that's one of the things that can happen but again i don't ever have that complaint with these iodines that i sell and these are considered high dosage it's just 12.5 milligrams a day as opposed to 130 Okay. Now, I do have one. I do have an iodorol that's if you had somebody that was really, really... And again, you could have this one for, let's say, emergency purposes as well, and it's 50 milligrams a day. And I don't ever recommend anyone take over one of these a day. That's still far less than 130 milligrams per day. Okay, But you're also getting both, both forms of iodine the iodine and the iodide and i like it because you're not putting all your eggs in one basket you're, you're spacing it out so just bear in mind that's how i like to take iodine it's more sensible it's you don't get side effects it really only can have benefits and um i could do i think if i think i have done studies on iodine before if you just can't iodine in the keyword search box and you can see all the all the different ways the body has to have iodine has a lot to do with your metabolism and um energy levels and for women um if they're if they're thyroid sluggish if they're hypo a lot of times it's they're, they're low in iodine and their hair will fall out and they'll feel really sluggish so there's a lot of different things that iodine has has effects on in the body anyway i give you the dosages the maximum dosages for like less than a one one month old one to three years one month old to three years three to 18 years and over 18 years and again these are short-term dosages to if you've been exposed to radiation that's how i would term it anyway it's in the pdf for this date uh nine things you can do now to reduce your risk of radiation exposure number one build up your immune system by consuming a diet rich in antioxidants well in other things i mean there's a lot of other things you can put in your body as well avoid or better yet eliminate the consumption of seafood caught in the pacific north of the equator yeah i would agree with that the same applies to seafood from unknown parts if you know something or something is coming such as a plume coming across the pacific be proactive and load up on the supplements to counter radiation and take iodine like number four likewise if something is heading your way uh take off your shoes i mean if you've actually if you're in an evidently a uh an environment where you're being actively exposed take off your shoes before going inside leave them outdoors this will prevent tracking minuscule particles into your house wash your hands and kitchen surfaces often always wash food before cooking or eating raw and that includes organic and and typically wash it with some type of surfactant i use that that soap uh from cal ben and it's like a it's got like coconut it's derived from coconuts it's really really safe you can use it to wash all your fruits and vegetables and um it's just an, another layer of protection there because remember even if if it's organic it's still being exposed to like the radiation it's still being exposed to the chemtrails 
So I wash everything. Um, okay, always wash food before cooking or eating raw. Rinse all cans and bottles and jars before opening them. That's a good point. And then rinse the can opener as well. Wipe your, your pet's feet with a damp cloth before or right after they come inside. Vacuum soft surfaces frequently with HEPA vacuums to remove excess dust and also damp mop hard surfaces daily. Don't dust surfaces. Instead, wipe them using a damp cloth. Uh, number nine, if exposure is suspected, close all windows and keep them closed. Stay inside and keep up the vacuuming and the mopping. Summing it all up, the use of radioactive potassium iodine will not protect you from inhaling or ingesting radioactive materials released in the environment. It will, and remember, it's only going to be specific for the radioactive iodine, what it'll go against. The other product I listed, the Spectra Greens, taken in conjunction with iodine, I think is probably if you had to do two things, and these two things are also super good for you and you need them anyway, that's about as close to one-stop shopping as I can make it. There's other things you can do for radiation. I've done studies on that, and you can access those studies. And I have a file on it. If you want to email me, I'll, I'll pop it out to you. Uh, but I'm trying to keep it as simple as possible for my listeners on what they can do. And that's about as simple as I can make it. Um, so the use of potassium iodine will not protect you from inhaling or ingesting radioactive materials or iodine released in the environment. It will, however, fill the thyroid with non-radioactive iodine, thus preventing radioactive iodine from taking over and causing thyroid cancer. It's not an anti-radiation pill. It will not protect you from external radiation exposure or from other radioactive substances such as radioactive cesium. But again, the other product, the Spectrum Greens, is a great way to, a great shotgun product to do, to, to address the other forms of radiation. That being said, having a supply of potassium iodine available for your family as insurance makes good sense. Much the same way as having bandages, antibiotics, trauma items, suture kits makes sense. Now, the Iodorol, I'll just give you like, okay, like my prices on this just so you know. So, I mean, just so if you have a question about it. Okay, so yes, you might want to keep the really, really, really big heavy duty Iodorol 50 on hand. Now, if you're already taking... The Iodorol, the 12.5 milligrams ongoing, you don't necessarily need the Iodorol 50, but it's something, if it was something that you were like storing up for, like you were storing up, let's say the selenium for a viral outbreak like Ebola, like I, I've said, or the vitamin C, and you wanted something that was very, very concentrated and that you could take if, if things went down and things went bad very quickly. Yes, you could do that. The Biggest bottle I have access to is the Iodorol 50 milligram, 90 tablets, okay? And that, for a bottle of that is, um, I'm looking here, it's about 96 bucks, okay? I normally don't even keep that one in stock because it's just something that, of course, I can get it in two days, but it's something that I don't generally recommend a lot, okay? I do typically carry the 30 tablet version and that one is oh, 37 38 around there okay the 90 tablet version is about 90 looks like about 96 97 around there okay and then i have the 12.5 version which is a lot cheaper okay um and that comes in a 180 count tablet bottle which um it looks like it's uh, 57 
and then it also comes in a 90 count bottle and that's like 31 and that's the 12.5 okay that's more the one that if you've been taking it ongoing and you got hit with something remember we're getting hit every day we're getting hit every day i just like the 12.5 milligram approach better than the 50 because i know you're not going to get side effects typically i mean i've never had anyone come back to me and say oh i had this adverse side effect from the 12.5 milligram you know, the 50s, I will only I will only recommend if somebody's severely deficient and they've went and got blood tests and they've verified it. And I say, well, you might want to be on this for a while. You can actually split them in half, too, which is kind of cool. It's got like a little crease down the center. You can split them in half, take half in the morning, take half in the maybe the evening. I wouldn't really advise taking iodine in the evening because it can give you energy. So maybe half, half the morning, half at lunch is a better way to take it. But those are my four options on, on the iodine. Uh, and those are those are you know those are very good therapeutic dosage. Uh, let's see here. Having said that, a supply of potassium iodine available for your family as insurance makes good sense. Much the same way as having bandages, antibiotics, trauma items, suture kits, and you know a, a stockpile of the five thousand part per million silver. It's kind of along those lines. It's it's within that whole realm of first aid and, and things that you might need. Uh, so anyway, I give you links here at the end here to all of these products that I just mentioned, the 30 tablets, the 90 tablets of the 50 milligram iodorol, and then the 90 and the 180 count of the 12.5. So I give you those links there that you can look at. And that's all I have for today. So I got through everything and we did it in three parts. So praise the Lord and Lord willing, we will. And again, if you want, if you have any questions about ordering just go to the contact page tell me what you're interested in or i give you the, my email address will be the last thing you'll see on this pdf you can email me you can go to the contact page i'll get it either way and i'll get back to you as soon as i can and i'll just let you know how to order it's it, i make it as easy as possible and um we can go from there so god bless you and hopefully we will see you in the next audio